0: You are listening to episode twenty-six of the Drunk Sex Podcast. Welcome to Drunk Sex. Whatever you're into, we've got you covered. So crack open your favorite beverage and join your host, Jen Ward Key, for the Drunk Sex Podcast. Hi, Trevor. (laughs) Hi, Jen. (laughs) Uh, I'm here with my good friend, Trevor. Uh, We just had dinner that I cooked, and it was, tell them how awesome it was. It was
1: fantastic.
0: (laughs) And he bought a bottle of Chianti, which I'm going to crack.
1: Crack it open.
0: You're going to crack.
1: (laughs) Okay. Open the screw top.
0: I am so thrilled to have you on the show.
1: I'm excited, yet. (laughs) Terrified. Yeah, not terrified, but
0: one of, the, one of the reasons why you immediately came to mind to be on the show is that you and I have been having conversations about our sex lives for years.
1: Five or six? Yep. Yep. Uh,
0: and I think I tell you things that I have don't generally tell men.
1: Well, that's good. <laughs> that makes me feel... Uh...
0: More, did I just give you a warm fuzzy? Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> and, well... Do you tell Uh, me things you don't tell other women? Because then we have a totally platonic friendship.
1: We do. I would say yes. I would say more so. Because we just talk about sex more than I talk about. uh, I have have one other friend that I probably share as much with. Mm. And you know her. (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Sure. You'd probably want to talk to her sometime.
0: Wait. I'm totally blanking.
1: I went to Hawaii with her.
0: Oh, that friend. Yes. Who I'm no longer friends with.
1: No, one of the other girls I'm with with. Oh. That friend. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'm with you now, Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Because she's kind of poly. So is we, she? We have very interesting oh, conversations. Oh. Yeah.
0: That's good. Yeah. And you and I, like, you You know what we have to do? Trevor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't care. She
0: totally is real name. Um, we need to go see the strippers again that we should do yeah it's been a while
1: i know and i won't bail on you this time <laughs> <laughs> fuck
0: trevor bought me a lap dance i think i picked out the girl i was like okay yeah, yeah. And, and you paid and then you're like see ya! and i'm like wait what yeah you just fucking booted it i did and then i'm back there and i'm like oh, i feel a little awkward now like there's nobody out there to go talk about this with and I'm like oh. and so I said to her I'm like oh, you don't have to like I'm I'm sorry that I, I feel weird now and she's like well, don't don't you don't you want to get your money's worth I was like okay yes please I was like I, do I want Trevor's money's worth I guess okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's was good. it an enjoyable experience
0: uh yeah there you go yeah
1: that's good but it, yeah it was funny
0: but my favorite lap dance experience. I'm sure I must have told you this story. This is around the time that you and I first met and we're starting to be friends. Uh And I went to that same club with a dude that I wasn't exactly dating per se. Right. But they come at this specific club, they come around and they, you know, want you to do a buy dance, whatever for 50 bucks. And so I was with this dude and we're like, okay, let's, yeah, let's do it. So we get back there and, um, and she looks at me and she looks at him and she's like, to me, she's like, can I touch you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's fine. Cause of course she's going to be up on me instead of him. Right. And right. He's fine watching. So I'm wearing a skirt dress or whatever. I don't know. So she immediately gets naked. And then she puts her hands on like, the inside of my knees, okay. sort of spreads my legs, like runs her hands off inside, and sort of penetrated me for like half a second. And I'm what? like, yes! I'm like, and I had underwear on, so it was like, yeah. but I was like, what's, what's just ha- What's <laughs> happening? What's fucking happening? Of course, he's sitting next to me. And he's like, this is the best thing ever. But yeah. he doesn't know. Like, he can't see. No, he can't see. And, uh, and so, and how does she... I don't know if she like gave me a kiss on the cheek or a hug or something. It was like it was very kind of bizarre. And so after I told him, I'm like, yeah, she had her finger inside me for a second. He's like, What? I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, And I tell my guy friends who go to the strippers and they're like, That
1: doesn't happen to us. No. (laughs) It does not. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Good time. That
0: was definitely I think the best Stripper experience. That's best. a good one. A.K.A. Craziest
1: stripper mm. experience. Strippers are fun. Have uh-huh. you dated a stripper? Um, I spent a lot of time with strippers when I lived in North Carolina.
0: Oh, I knew that.
1: Yes. Um, I lived with two guys, one dated strippers on the regular, and then my best friend had a pretty, let's call it tumultuous <laughs> relationship <laughs> with one. I learned a lot about... The real world. Oh, yeah? Hanging around with those girls. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we had good times. I bet. Yeah. Greg <laughs> was going through this pickup artist stage.
0: Yes, yes. And you're telling me a little bit about so this? So
1: he practiced his skill set on, <laughs> on strippers, strippers. But there's something genuine about him. Like when the strippers had a night off, they would call us to go out. Like for dinner or to go to a club. oh Yeah. Yeah. We had <laughs> there was something still safe about the two of us that they felt
0: You common. have a way with women.
1: I'm in touch with my female side. <laughs> oh my God, I, to that... be honest, um I don't I was very close to my mom. Like talked okay. about a lot of stuff Did you really? with my mom. Nothing uh seriously sexual because of the weird religious background, but the one piece of advice my mom gave me when I was probably 17 or 18 years old was take your time. Really? That's all she told me.
0: Ah, <laughs> that's fantastic.
1: <laughs> so it's kind of stuck with me.
0: So that's your style?
1: Be patient. Shit. Yeah. Uh, great advice. Well, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah.
0: Except for those moments where you want to be pounded, hard pounded. It. Pound
1: it. Right. <laughs> it's, it's good finding a balance oh yeah
0: shit trevor
1: (laughs) shout out to mom (laughs) like she's gonna have her listen to this (laughs) oh my god no (laughs) never
0: how often does your mom google drunk sex
1: i don't know she does
0: probably never
1: i don't know if she knows what google is oh
0: there you
1: go yeah yeah Okay. All
0: right. Go from here. Well, I promised you a story. Yes, I want to. I want to
1: find out about (laughs) last night. Let's go with that.
0: About last night. So, I went to Happy Hour, as I do. Uh huh. Uh, and this. So I came in. There was uh. So I came in and sat down, and there was a chick, like, like a chair between us. Mm -hmm. So, you know when you come in and you sit down, and people are clearly cognizant of who you are and what you're doing, blah blah blah. And so she. She was that and she immediately moves her bag, which didn't need to happen because I was trying to right. sit in that seat, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And uh she was having this like very aggressive phone conversation. And whatever, like I'm in there, you know, having my wine, right. doing my own writing, whatever, so I don't really care. No. And she gets off the phone and she starts apologizing. She's like, sorry, that was a really tense conversation. I hope I'm not disturbing you.
1: Right. I'm like, no, fuck. It's fine like it's fine it's happy hour
0: so so we struck up this conversation and she was talking about how she had this really hard week and blah 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 blah, blah. and i'm like oh my god bought her a glass of wine and she's one of those people that i hit it off with yep. immediately she was waiting for a friend mm-hmm. who came and then the first girl went she had a i don't know an appointment or something whatever so second girl and i are kind of hanging out there yeah And it's super early because I just had some appointments of my own. So I landed there at about, like, three. So it's early. Yeah. And then I think we killed happy hour. And then it's like, well, what are we going to do? And so we decided to, like, leave, grab a bottle of wine, and come back here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nicely done.
0: Well, I don't – I like Dick. Oh, yeah. And yet.
1: And yet.
0: Yeah, there was no you're open, dick.
1: You're open to alternatives. There was no
0: dick in the encounter last night. Right. <laughs> but there it was. There you go. And I mean, I definitely had some drinks. Yeah. And I don't remember, like, I wasn't bringing her back here with the intense. No. I don't think. I'm worried that I was a bit of an asshole, because I don't think I told her that I wanted to come back here with the intention of fucking. Right. I mean, that's kind of where it went. Right. But... So anyway, so we get back here. We both had drinks. <laughs> I don't remember all of it. I'm pretty sure I went down on her. Okay. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that happened. Okay. I think she reciprocated. I don't really remember. I don't remember the conversation. I don't remember how it the physicality started. Actually, I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I made a move. No idea. Or she made a move. I don't fucking know. Don't it remember just happened. Remember. Happened? Whatever? Okay.
1: Will there be another revisiting of this? This was a one and done? I like dick. I I understand.
0: I don't really know what What? happened. I still don't know what happened. I'm like, and part of me is like, not really sure. Like, there's a little smidge of my brain where that was kind of cognizant. I'm like, I don't, why am I going down on a loan right now? I don't really know. Okay. Don't know. And then, I don't, I don't even fucking know. And so she the craziest thing I was talking to you a little bit earlier about the murder podcast yes so we're sitting on the bed and she's telling me that her dad like way 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 back when <laughs> was investigated by the police okay and I, I'm like oh but like that doesn't just happen for no reason right she's like yeah so they came into the house and they like searched the house and yeah. they found these cells and I'm like so, like, what do you mean, cells? She's like, you know, where you would like hold people. What? Yes, that you had kidnapped, and I'm like, what? And she's like, she's like, yeah, they didn't find anything. There wasn't anybody in there, and I'm like, but well, wait, what? I'm like, is your dad a ser- serial killer? Yeah. She's like,
1: not that I no, know. He's
0: not well. No, she didn't say no. She didn't say that's crazy. She's like, he- he's not well. Wow. Like, so losing my mind, not sure what's happening. We just had sex. I don't even, like, yeah, <laughs> I was, like, total. And I did some weed, which probably was my downfall, because okay. as soon as I do some weed, I'm like, I kind of want to fuck everything. Okay. Yeah, it was just. Huh. And then we, you know, sort of fell asleep. Yeah. And then I, you know, sobered up and everything wore off. And I was like, oh, I.
1: What have I done?
0: No, not what have I done? But I'm like, I think have I misled somebody? I'm pretty sure that I told her I was straight. Uh huh. But then I felt really bad because I'm like, I don't ha, have I been a douchebag? Did I mislead right. this chick, which I didn't mean to? And she's super sweet and super kind. Yeah. And like, but it was kind of just a.
1: Is she bisexual? I don't or know. You don't know any of that, huh? Don't know. Obviously, by curious let's say Something,
0: yeah. but but is it? Because I would not call myself that, and yet there I was.
1: There you are, by curious George.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've had sex with a couple of women in my life that I've had a really clearly uh, entrenched emotional friendship, and on those moments where, you know, we had drinks, whatever, and it spilled over into a physical, like, that's never seemed weird to right. me, like, if anything, that seems natural in a certain way okay but last night was the first for me it's like oh i took somebody home that yeah so Subcon- kinda,
1: subconsciously you thought it was going to go there that was the intention i don't i don't know if that's a bad thing because i'm assuming she's an adult i'm assuming of
0: course yes
1: <laughs> if you're at happy hour together this is this is something i've struggled with have you not not with I don't, I've never done a, a, like a one night stand. Ever? Ever.
0: Oh fuck, I think you've told me that before.
1: And my dating history over the last 10 years, because that's all I've really been dating. Yeah. I cut relationships short before Mm. it gets physical all the time because I'm worried about the emotional damage I'll, I'll do. And we're talking about, I've been on two dates in the last month. Yeah. Beautiful women. One had a pretty hot kissing session with, she made it clear we weren't going to have sex. This was like our third date. And that was fine with that. I had no, my reaction was, I didn't expect that we were going to tonight, but I ended up ghosting her because even though I was very, very interested in the physicality Somebody completely exotic and out of my spectrum completely, and the kissing was so good. I already knew that this was going to be a relationship for her, and it's not for me, so right. I preemptively cut it off, hold it. Yeah,
0: huh? That's interesting. But do you ever? When you do that, uh-huh. and I know that you do that because you never have these I do conversations. That. Yeah. And you've explained this to me before. This isn't the first yeah. time that I'm, he- that I'm hearing of it. Yeah. Listeners are, obviously. Yeah. But do you ever worry that you're stop something great before it starts?
1: No. In the sense of, well, previous to this conversation, I, I told you about in 10 years, there's been one woman that I feel like I get caught up in. Yeah. If I don't feel it. I know I will never get caught up in it. So something Mm. is not going to change for me. Mm. I'm not two months down the road going to be, oh, I'm falling in love with this person. So it's
0: really fast and hard for you.
1: Absolutely. I know in two seconds. Really? Yeah. And it's happened three times. Wow. And I'm 48. And it may never happen again. He looks 30. (laughs) Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be really? in Montreal next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Really? And I think, you know, I think that's something that actually seems unusual coming from a dude. I think that's something that we attribute to women feeling more, like that instant connection. So it strikes me as being – I don't know that it's unusual for a man necessarily. Like I don't think your experience is necessarily right. unique. But I think it's – I don't hear men talking about connections in that way very often.
1: I agree. And I think unless they've experienced it, yeah, because as I said, three times in 48 years, well, you know, basically um, it's super rare when it happens. And if it hasn't happened, they don't know, you know, right. Any, in each of those situations that that has happened for me, this wasn't, this is the woman I'm going to marry or be with for the rest of my life. But there is something that I need to pursue here because there is some otherworldly yeah. connection where I need to find out what this is.
0: And you've been, I, I don't know if successful is necessarily the correct word, but you have those three times you have dated or what have you, something with all of those women. Correct.
1: Mm, 18 was the first time. Uh, no, nope, the only physical contact I had with that girl was we held hands.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And then she moved away. And the, because of my JW background and no sex before marriage, there was no pursuit of that.
0: For the people that don't know, I'm sure most people
1: probably know JW is Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yes. The <okay>. cult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that ended way quicker than. Yeah, There wasn't even a chance to explore that. Mm. The next thing happened like in my early 30s, maybe 35, if I do the math. Also, mm, there was so much more involved with that. Taboo, had to get out of a bad, not a bad marriage, but a marriage based on the only reason it happened was because of the religion. Right. Uh, I, in the first second I laid eyes on that woman, yeah. I... I literally said to myself, uh-oh. Like, I saw her across the auditorium, and I was like, the eye contact, and I was like, this is trouble. I knew it was trouble from the from the second I laid eyes on her. Trouble? You'd call it trouble? Oh, yeah. Well, I was married
0: <laughs> Oh right, with right, kids
1: right. in a religion where there was no chance of me committing adultery or right. pursuing that, right? But so, I knew it would be a temptation.
0: So what is the attraction for you? Is it... It was eyes. Okay.
1: It it was the eye contact. The physical body also really appealed to me. If I had a type, that would have been my type. The first one, no. When I was 18, it was eye contact and her personality. She walked in the room. I'm like, I want to, I want to date that girl. There's no question about it. This one, we locked eyes. I saw the physical package and I was just like, that is everything that I want. Got to know her. That is everything I wanted. Yeah.
0: That's so funny. And I don't know that I've actually ever had that experience.
1: That's that's what I'm talking about. I think it's rare. It's crazy. Yes.
0: I mean I certainly come across people and I'm like, Oh yeah, you're hot. Like, yeah, I'm attracted to you.
1: Right. There's and then that. sometimes
0: they open their mouth and I'm like, Wow, well, exactly. I'm, I'm out.
1: Exactly.
0: But yeah, I don't we know. We live in a I city full that.
1: of beautiful people.
0: You yes, know, I can go do. into a
1: yoga class and I can see a woman and I'm just like oh But that doesn't mean anything if there's no icon if if she doesn't hold my gaze I know there's nothing going on I go to yoga three times a week for the last eight years I've gone on one date out of a yoga class which the girl initiated I would never initiate something Mm -hmm. in a yoga class but it's that if you hold my gaze then I know it's on there's there's Mm. something mutual going on there go on I I don't
0: even know what to say I'm like am I doing shit wrong? Am I, do I need to make more eye contact? I don't know. But, but when people that have that instant connection yes, or that instant attraction, yes. it might not necessarily be eye contact. It might be different for other people, whatever that. So what
1: else is it going to be?
0: Well, I mean, you certainly have to look at each other. You right. certainly have to.
1: Yeah. There has to be some sort of engagement. Yeah. Somebody walks into your office. I guess it is.
0: I guess you're right. I guess it is always You that, look at like, this
1: person, they're looking you in the eyes and you're having a conversation. You're like, why are we, he's not breaking gaze with me. Like what is what is going on? I
0: also like the look away, look back. Oh yeah, that's great too. Of course it is.
1: Oh, Oh, it's still there. What?
0: (laughs) Still looking.
1: Ah.
0: And then for me, when people don't sort of follow the rules of that, it makes me crazy. Like I've been, I was at a bar and I knew somebody was constantly checking me out. Right. So I was making sure that when he was looking back to check and see if I was interested in looking, that I was not making eye
1: contact. Like I I was very cognizant.
0: But I was not interested.
1: See, your rules, your girl rules, don't work for men. <laughs> they don't.
0: But I had no interest in this guy.
1: Okay, well that's fine. So you made it clear, that's, that's fine. Oh, I if thought I some, made it clear. If you, well, that's but playing it, hard to get or whatever. No, you no, no. Call no, uh, no I was
0: not interested, and I knew that he was interested, and I didn't want to gauge. Yeah. I was like, I get that. I saw him because I didn't. I didn't feel anything reciprocal back. Got yeah. it. And so, but he kept doing it for an extended period of time where it was like actually really weird and awkward. Yeah, okay. And so finally he decided that I, because I wasn't looking at him, he needed to get my attention.
1: Right. So, so
0: you took he took his clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> no, Trevor. <laughs> we were at Happy hour. He slammed his hand down on the bar. I like, I had earphones in. I was working at the bar, as I do.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Slams his hand down on the bar to get my attention. Uh-huh. And he's like, what are you working on? And I was just, I was like, this, this, this is this is how you're going to choose to interact with me yeah, after no. I've been clearly fucking dodging, you trying to make a connection. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're right, I'm working. Yeah. And you slam your hand on the bar. I was like, nope. Oh. But Jeez. tell me where were these girl rules that you think we're fucking not doing it
1: right? Oh, I'm not saying you're not doing it right. Now that you've explained this scenario, okay.
0: Right. But but okay, you had so, a reaction. So, so... You had a reaction to girl. Well, Thought see, okay. Concerned.
1: So, for example, I said about the yoga thing. Okay. It, it's a it's a rule that we don't approach women in yoga classes or at the gym.
0: Oh, and you've told me that I should approach men at the
1: gym. It, uh, you can, if a oh. girl. T- yeah, girls yeah. can come up to me. The the audacity, the boldness that it takes for you to come to me and be like starting a conversation with me. I, I told you I was like, the one date I went on outside of this yoga class was like this alpha female. Starts conversation with me. And then, like afterwards, it's like, you want to go for lunch, like balls. That's awesome. It doesn't happen very often. The bold move is good. The thing is in that setting. And I told you this before, you're going to the gym. You see some hot guy working out and he's checking you out. You can go up to him. There's no rule, man. There's no guy rule that says, Oh, girl came up to me at the gym. He doesn't say to his buddies, this girl came up to the gym. I'm trying to work out. No, not no 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 he's like okay <laughs> but
0: chicks say that all the time right
1: yes. yes and
0: it's so funny like numerous times i'm at the gym and i look around and i'm like i am the only chick in the free weight section right. but i actually really am i should pay more attention because i'm generally kind of focused on my, you are focused and on my this workout. is why we
1: don't approach you yes this is why
0: right and it is a weird it is a weird thing and it is a gender thing especially in the gym because yep. it's typically a place where men have more uh prowess and power yeah. and uh, accomplishments. Yeah, and I don't mean that in that women don't have success in not. And all of those things. But it it is kind of a male when you're in domain. a co-ed
1: environment like that for yeah. some reason it's male dominated. I understand.
0: Yeah, and I guess I like probably I don't know maybe I need to shift it. Like I come in there and there is as a female there is every time I go there's a thing of like. Oh, what am I going to do today? Like what equipment is going to be free? How am I going to do yeah. my workout? Who's going to be there? Who's going to be looking? Like I do get in my head about it. Right. And that's why I come in headphones. Yeah. What, You're equipment focused. is free? what, what thing am I going to do? Yeah. Like what, you know, you
1: got this much time to do it. You don't need a distraction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know, at the same time, I can't help. Like some of them I'm like, mm. hello. <laughs> and then I'm also like, can you not do your fucking curls at the fucking weight rack? Asshole. I will walk in front of you. Yeah. You're standing in front of the only 12 and a half pound dumbbell, an inch from the thing. Fuck you. Right. Get out of the way. Good. (laughs) Maybe I should talk to him first. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm changing the subject. Okay. Change it up. This, this dick has made, uh, has been referenced on many podcasts. I'm going to show you this dick. Okay, you're okay for looking at a dick, right? You have a dick.
1: I think so. How
0: many toilet paper rolls long is your dick?
1: I'm thinking one. (laughs) You're lying. (laughs) Like hard. Eight inches. That's got to be two.
0: No. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Five inches
1: long. One and a half.
0: How many inches long do you think a toilet paper roll is? Five inches. Okay, we're gonna
1: measure this. Okay. This
0: is relevant. It is. So we have a toilet paper roll.
1: Yeah, it's four inches long.
0: Four inches long.
1: I would say I'm two.
0: Two toilet paper rolls long. Yeah. Okay. Let me show you this dick.
1: Is it three or is it four? Holy. <laughs>
0: <shit>. <laughs> four. No. No. You're not human.
1: I could see three.
0: Okay. Well, 12. let me pull up this pick for you. I'm, oh, sure. I'm
1: just, I'm getting a point of reference here. Okay.
0: No, I like it. It's good.
1: Um, Have you seen this firsthand?
0: No. Okay. More women send me dick pics than dudes.
1: Got it. Uh, but here it is. One, two, three. So that's twelve, thirteen. It's big.
0: And it's goddamn girthy.
1: It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's thicker than the toilet paper roll. Well. It yeah. Is. Look at. It yes. Is.
0: It's super.
1: Yeah. Girthy. I'm gonna go like there.
0: Yeah. No- <laughs> Trevor is just running his finger (laughs) around the toilet roll there.
1: (laughs) Uh, Does that appeal to you? No. That could do some damage.
0: Well, here's the thing. I would like to, okay, I think I've never measured dicks that I fucked. I think I'm probably good for 10. Okay. And then after that, I'm not sure. Interesting. So I would play with this dick for the experience. Good. And see what my limits are. But here's the thing. I look at this, I like a good pounding.
1: Yeah. That's gonna hurt.
0: You can't take that pounding.
1: No. This is not. No.
0: I don't think he's ever got it in anybody all the way, is what I hear. Oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. That limits Which,
0: which, and so I asked a couple girlfriends, I'm like, would you like rather micropene or huge, big dick? And it's
1: like, that's a hard question. I know from experience. Yeah. I would say I'm I think I'm average. I'm thinking.
0: But if your age is you're on the larger side of
1: average. Okay.
0: But within the normal right.
1: range. Right. Uh, I in a recent encounter bottomed out in somebody. What exactly does that mean? That means I was all the way in and it actually hurt the head of my cock.
0: Oh. Because I was hitting, hitting something.
1: Earbuds. Hard in there. Yeah. Oh, really? So that's not enjoyable. No. No. Yeah, because there's got to be some room to, because to maneuver. Because you feel like
0: you have to restrain yourself because you don't want to hurt her. No, not hurt
1: her. It hurts me.
0: She, okay, yeah. She was fine. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what did you do?
1: Switch position. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: Where you weren't so deep?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then it was? It was fine. Or I may have just switched up and gone down on her again. (laughs) Which is also fine. That's fine also. Yes. As long as I can get her off, that's all that counts.
0: So do you get women off all the time? All the time. Are you going to refill that?
1: All the time. (laughs) I could, honestly, I don't want to get off myself unless I've gotten her off.
0: But what if you come across a woman who you can't get off easily like, have you ever had somebody that you couldn't make comp- I hate that word, make come.
1: But anyway. No. I dated this late 20s girl. She maybe wasn't completely comfortable with herself even. Okay. Uh, after our first sexual encounters, it was taking her a long time to come. I ended up buying her, like, the rabbit with the full cock.
0: You were supposed to give me one of those.
1: Okay. Anyhow. Do you
0: remember that conversation back I, then?
1: Vaguely. Next time <laughs> I order toys online, I'll get you one. Okay. So probably after our second or third time, I buy this for her. And we use it. And she literally cried. Like, she she enjoyed her orgasm so much. Because up till then, she had only used, like, small, probably clips. Yeah. Uh, Like, like the small handhelds like that, not with a full cock.
0: So you inserted it.
1: I basically let her play with it first. Yeah. So she'd be comfortable with it. But like there were tears in her eyes and she said, where did you get this? I need to buy one for my sister and my friend and whatever. Like it changed her whole sexual experience. Yeah. So to me, I I enjoy sex, but I don't enjoy it if you're not, if, if the woman's not enjoying it. Like, it 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 lessens – it totally lessens the experience for me because, A, it affects uh, affects a man's psyche if he can't get a girl off. Like, there's something – it affects me per se. A lot of guys are selfish.
0: I have lots of things to say about that. Yeah.
1: I think there's a lot of guys that don't give a fuck. But me personally, probably, as I said before, that thing my mom told me, take your time. Yeah. It takes longer for a woman, blah, blah, blah. All this this brief conversation I had about sex with my mom has stuck with me forever. Hmm. And so I don't have a problem with the late gratification.
0: Um, But is not it possible that she's having, still having a good time and having pleasure without the
1: orgasm? Absolutely. But you want her to come, but isn't an orgasm awesome? Well, yeah. So, so you may enjoy yourself, but if you can get that too, say you have a hard time experiencing that. Mm-hmm. and say no man you've ever been with this was a you know girl in her mid to late 20s maybe never had a good lover before who knows i don't know you know like but to actually to get that experience and realize well a you don't necessarily need a man for that and b like maybe it just opens up your world with your next lover i knew that that girl that i was dating was temporary yeah i walk away from that situation I'm still in contact with that girl. She's married now. I was just over in Europe and she met me at a train station. There's nothing physical between us anymore, but it was someone I genuinely liked and we had a great experience. And even when it ended between us, it was so amicable. And like she said, this was the easiest breakup I've ever had. And I was like, there's no re- reason it shouldn't be.
0: Mm-hmm. The only
1: reason I dated you is because you're someone I genuinely liked. I-, I don't date girls that I don't like, right. you know? So. Right why does it have to be bad just because we're not going to be lovers anymore or you're having a boyfriend or whatever, you know, like,
0: because one of the things that, um, sometimes I struggle with as a female, I don't think I'm somebody who like, I come easily alone, right? But sometimes it's harder with a partner. And, and what you were just saying earlier about, you know, men want to get their woman off and sometimes it can affect their psyche. Sure. And I find that sometimes can be actually a really, Mental struggle. It's like if I don't come off, I have to now manage his ego.
1: I, I can said see that come
0: off. I meant get off, right? uh And that's actually can be emotionally really, sometimes really quite frustrating. Sure. Because I've had moments with people, and I had this one guy. We weren't dating exactly, whatever, but his dick was like the perfect fit right. for me. So as soon as he was inside me, I was losing my mind. Yeah. All of the pleasure, like feels fucking amazing did I tip over the edge that one specific encounter I'm thinking of no
1: but you really enjoyed what you had
0: and I mean enjoyed what I had to the point where he's like are you okay because like I could not stop making noise like and I couldn't like I had no bodily control like he had to hold me uh so that I wouldn't like slide off the bed and all this stuff like I had no control yeah didn't have that orgasm that sometimes men think women should have, or one that they recognize, and maybe it's a, right. a side effect of watching too much porn. It was not that vocal clitoral or as right. what have you. And he wasn't somebody who was like, Oh my God, did you go? Did you go? No, no, no. Which was great because I couldn't have handled it in that experience. No. But sometimes it is really fucking frustrating to be like, I had an amazing time, but it I didn't come in a way that was clear enough for you. I didn't experience pleasure right. in a way that was clear enough for you as a man to feel Yeah that you did a good job. And right. so now I have to manage that for you. I, That's I, fucking exhausting. Yeah. And I don't like doing it and I hate that I have
1: to do it. Yeah. I mean So there- so, so the flip of that for me is there's never ever, ever any communication about this. Mm. So for example, I love oral sex. I love giving oral sex. I am doing that to the point where my jaw aches. Then it, for example, with that girl, I needed a toy. I'm like, I right. physically, I, I know if I continue doing what I'm doing, I know she's enjoying this, but to get to the next level, like there's gotta be a progression. hmm you know, this is, this isn't, this isn't like a short term. This is a year of having sex with each other. It's got to get to a point. So we're not talking like, you know, three sexual encounters. We're talking, okay, we're going to have sex every week for the next year. In my head, I'm like, I've got to do something to take this up because it wasn't like, oh, we had third sexual encounter and I know she couldn't, can't get off or whatever. So I'm like, we're, we're going to continue to do this. So I need to bring something in here so that she does right. enjoy this, you know? So it wasn't, I wouldn't say my ego was fragile. I just no, no, wanted I'm you no, specifically, Right. But Yes. I can imagine if you're in a situation where you have to deal with that. So, so say you're in a sexual relationship with somebody for a year and he just doesn't do like whatever, whatever is working is enjoyable, but he's not getting you there. So you're going to get there in yourself when you're by yourself. So maybe you don't need it, but if that's fucking with his head, yeah, that's that's going to be a major yeah. major thing to manage.
0: Well, and I wouldn't be in a relationship right. for it's that long be... where it didn't like there has to. And I have I have had to explain uh, my orgasm on occasion to the right. partners where where I do have, and they have often seen it where I do have a, a very clear vocal right. what you would expect a female orgasm yeah. to look like. I have those, but. I also have. There's so many terms for our orgasm, not all of them helpful or, or what right. have you. But sometimes I will have essentially. It. I mean, it's orgasm in the sense of a release. Yeah. But it's a much more like I can't make any noise. No. And I just go limp and I'm jelly and you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to me, and that's a very different orgasm it's and it's not an orgasm in the like in the I don't know it's a different sort of orgasm it's just a like right nothing and and I don't mean I don't mean nothing I mean it's just like a like release nothing I'm not holding anything back like everything's like I'm just it's utter relaxation sure so I have had that with a few partners where I've had to explain it because they don't Know what you, that looks did, like. you didn't they sound have like a porn no star. No idea. At that moment, yeah, right?
1: so they're like, what happened here?
0: Yeah, and they're like, I think you were enjoying yourself, but I'm not really yeah. sure. Like, and it seemed really good, and then and then what? Like, I, I don't know. You went happened. limp. Yeah. 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 And so then I explain <laughs> it, and they're like, Oh, okay. I'm like, that works. If you can make that happen every time, if that happens every time, like that is as good and as sure. pleasurable as the very clearly right clitoral orgasm. Yeah. And they're like. Okay. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, and I'm okay with explaining that because I know that it's not something that they see very often necessarily. And that's okay. But on the other hand, it's like, why is this not out there in the world that our sexual reactions look so different? And part of me, who's going
1: to educate a man about that? Well, unless a a partner is going to educate them. He's not going to learn it.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: his mom's not going to tell him that, and he's not going to learn it in sex education in school, and he's certainly not going to learn it watching porn. Nope. Right. Nope. So unless you educate the men, yeah, and that's yeah, I know you you don't want to have to do that, but sometimes you have to do that.
0: Yeah, sometimes you do, and I get. I think yeah, I think there is something to be said for teaching our partners something about ourselves specifically mm-hmm. where we see a gap missing like you were just yep. talking about with the one with the vibrator me with some of these yeah. orgasms and i think that's a good and kind thing to do i think it makes the world a better place it does but i wish there was i guess just more out there in this terms is out of, there yeah
1: this is education yeah somebody's gonna listen to this tonight and be like Okay. Right.
0: <laughs> and I think it's actually really important to talk about your pleasure. And that's one of the best things yeah. that I came away from my open relationship from because I knew that he was, he had a wife and he was dating yeah. uh, and I knew both of the women and it was really fascinating to hear him talk about his experience about sex with me versus his other two partners. And it wasn't, it was never a comparison. Like you're this or she's that that. But it was a really interesting, just a observational conversation that he would have. And it was so fascinating. And it was really one of the best relationships for my sexual growth in terms of like, so I do this and she does that. And, and okay, that's interesting how that impacts him. Yeah. And it just opened up all of our conversations. And one of my favorite things, he's like, do you know you have two G spots? And I'm like, what are you talking about?
1: <laughs>
0: and he's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know what it's supposed to feel like? I'm like, yeah, I've read the literature inside the vaginal wall. It's supposed to feel like,
1: yeah.
0: you know, a spongy area, sort yeah. of like a know. He's like, he's like, yeah. He's like, but you kind of feel like you have two. Uh-huh. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, there's kind of, it feels like there's two bumps in there. I'm like, that's amazing. Uh-huh. And, the fact that our relationship was such that he wanted to tell me that. Yeah. And of course I was thrilled to hear it. And it was, and also that he was that in tune that I think was the other great thing about being in a poly relationship. Sure. He had to be so in tune to each of his partners, right? Like you couldn't rely on your routines because all of the women were different. So he seemed to be really trained trained himself to yeah. pay attention to and read his body's, his partner's body's reactions. So that was super interesting.
1: That's very interesting. Yeah. I would, I would say that that is a man that genuinely loves women. Yes. 100%. Cause how many men are there? Don't. And well, women are just a, something, a whole basically. Yeah. Oh, three. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that was... it.
1: Was The year I had two partners at the same time who had found out about each other, I was open with both of them, or both of them knew I wasn't yes. exclusive with yes. them. Yes, yes. I enjoyed having, like, that juggling. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed juggling those two because they were completely sexually different. And it almost maybe made me... Better lover, perhaps. You know, I don't. I I don't know. I. I think. I still think that. I think having an option, like a second option for yourself, keeps it exciting. Or Mm. when you're with the one, say you only see these girls once. Say I see a girl once a week, and I see the other one once a week. You know, there's that. I don't want to wait a week to have sex. And if you don't want to have sex with me more than twice this week. That's on you. I'm going to, I actually will have more self-control when I'm with you a week from now because I've had something. Because I'm not a big masturbator. I don't do it very often. Really? I still, I'm 48 years old, have wet dreams. What? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, tell me about it, Trevor.
1: (laughs) Because of the upbringing, masturbation was off the table. Yeah. I was raised, you do not do that. First time I masturbated, I actually was married. Shit, really? Yeah. I, I'm thinking I was 21, maybe 22. Went to a friend's wedding. That is a
0: long time to not jerk it.
1: Yeah. Uh Went to a wedding. We had a hotel room. We had sex after the wedding. The porn channel was unlocked. I never watched porn before. Was watching some hot porn and jerk up. That was the first time. But even to this day... Perhaps two to three times a year is the total I do that. What? Yeah.
0: Fuck I masturbated twice today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's okay. Yeah. Sorry, I realize I'm sounding very mind blown right now, and I wanna that's I wanna
1: <laughs> clarify. Do what you gotta do. <laughs>
0: I want to put it out there. I actually am working on a course on masturbation because this is one of the main things I get a lot of questions about. And it's usually not. I only masturbate two or three times right. a year. It's more the opposite of people don't know how much is too much. Like, can I hurt myself? Can I
1: desensitize? Do that, I need all to all do this? Yeah, yes,
0: yeah, yeah. yes. Which I find really fascinating, and it's I think a really a big detriment in our growth that. As adults, that we're never taught this, and so we just fall into our habits. And these, yeah, they can become ruts very quickly. Sure, but nobody tells us otherwise because we don't talk about masturbation. So it's it's really interesting to hear people's masturbation stories. And you know, you two or three times a year, and no joke, twice today. Yeah, but for me, it goes in spurts. Like I might have a day where I'm like, just want to lay in bed, and I want to run through all my toys yep. and come three, four five times in a day. Yeah. And then I might go three weeks where I just am not feeling it. Right. How you do it is totally fine and normal.
1: There's no rhyme or reason for me.
0: How I do it is totally fine or normal. Yeah. And however you're flicking it or tugging it or rubbing yeah. it is probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. But you should sign up for my mailing list
1: because
0: I am going to uh, build a course around this because I know people have a lot of questions and there's a lot lot of interesting things I think about masturbation because you really can train yourself and it's a really great playground because you have no partner, like nobody's watching, there's no no judgment and it's really a place to explore and learn about yourself and there's a lot of things that you can take away from masturbation to share with a partner that can make your sex together much More, you know, connected. I can see that from a female
1: perspective, but from a male perspective, you don't think? No, really? It's friction. It's all just friction.
0: Yeah, I disagree because what mental? No, because I think men can can build bad habits. Oh, I know they can. Yeah, so that's part of it. Is like build better habits. Like force yourself
1: to to be able.
0: Yes. To be able to respond to different sensations and pressures and textures and speeds and all of right. that, right? Because a vagina will never, or vagina or a mouth or right. an ass or whatever will never be the same as your hand. Exactly. So you don't want to train yourself to only no. be able to come into your hand,
1: right? Which is part of what the you know—that's a huge problem. Yes, I think that's yes. yeah. I've read I've read an article on that or something about this new generation. Me growing up. Porn. The only porn was in magazines, mm-hmm. you know, in the seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Now it's accessible on your phone anywhere you go. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it's probably for this younger generation, like a huge problem because they can watch porn and jerk themselves Everywhere. off. Everywhere. And yeah. so then there the, were the girl, and this doesn't feel anything like my hand. Yeah. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? This doesn't uh, work for me.
0: Have you ever masturbated for a partner? No. How's, have you ever had a master? Uh, have you ever had a partner masturbate for you?
1: I've had a partner use a vibrator on herself, but not like, no, not like just hand, not not hand manipulation, if mm. you will, of herself. No. And she,
0: but she came from the toy while you walked? Oh yeah,
1: for sure. I'm good with How's that. How's that though? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Uh, watching someone lose control, yes, is fascinating to me. That's the whole point of an orgasm—is that total loss of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have so much control in our life. I personally am a freak for self-control. So that second or seconds mm-hmm. where all of a sudden I don't have control anymore because. Mentally, for for the longest time, in a sexual session, I could go maybe, depending on friction, forty minutes, maybe an hour of fooling around and maybe you know, oral and stuff like this. But getting to that point where now I I have no control and all of a sudden it's lost, like I'm having an orgasm and I can't stop it. And that that's that I love that part of sex.
0: You can't see me, but I just made a. Fucking, of course, motion with my hand. This also reminds me of a question that I wanted to ask you. One of the most recent times we got together at your place, I think you cooked me dinner. Mm -hmm. You had made a comment that you were interested in playing some control dominance power games. Yes. Have you done that? I haven't. You have not?
1: Uh, Blindfolded a girl once and maybe tied her hands up once, but that was it.
0: And how did that just whet your appetite? Or Oh, for sure.
1: Actually, oh, yeah. you know what? I, I read those shitty novels, the Fifty Shades novels. <laughs> and actually, like the movie appealed to me, the visuality of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the and books, that movie the is beautifully saw. fucking shot. Oh, yeah. so horribly written.
1: I haven't seen the second or third one, but the first one I saw. And that appeals to me. That whole control thing he has in the bedroom. Because I don't, I learned this religion I grew up in is all control.
0: Yeah. So do you think that that informs?
1: No, no, no. That religion controls everybody in the religion.
0: No, I know. But what I'm saying is, do you think being raised in such a controlling environment maybe informs that you want to have control?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Me in particular... I've made some decisions in my life, A, about divorcing and leaving that religion, yeah. which a lot of people can't do. Well, yeah. You know you're going to be cut off by everybody. My parents haven't talked to me in nine years. I know. My kids haven't talked to me in nine years. I know. Um, that's... Shitty. Okay. Sure. I don't...
0: Sorry. Don't be... No, no, no. You I'm don't trying. You don't have
1: to... The thing is, uh, I, I have it in a compartment. Yeah. I, I don't dwell on the negativity of it. If something good comes out of it, if my kids wake up one day and they're like, you know what, this religion's bullshit. I'm going to contact my dad. That'd be great. That may never happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what that religion does. Mm-hmm. These are the rules. The end of the world is coming. You can't have contact with your dad. He's the devil. He's gonna, He's going to influence you in another way and you're not going to get into paradise. This is a fucked up way to be brought up. It's brainwashing. I'm hoping my kids have some of my rebelliousness in them where they're like, nope, I'm 29 now, and I don't fucking believe this, and I'm checking out of this. But it may never happen. Yeah. My wife was a sheep. I was not. No. No.
0: You are not. <laughs> no.
1: I was you're, a sheep. You're the
0: opposite of a sheep, Whoa. Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that you're a <laughs> Goat, a goat. No, Goats are stubborn.
1: Sheeps, yeah. are, sheeps are docile. Goats are stubborn. Goat so, goes with my Capricorn sign. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stubborn. So
0: you don't want to have control over somebody's life. You no, just want to have a certain amount of sexual control. I
1: want sexual control because that's a completely different environment to me. Yeah. And I so, think, I think mm-hmm. this new generation is raising pussies. <laughs> men who don't know how to be men. Okay. The only example they have of men in sex is porn sex.
0: Which is bullshit.
1: It is bullshit, but they don't know that. Nope. So being raised where, I don't know. I see this next generation of young boys being raised, say, by single moms. It's terrible to have to raise your son as a single mom. But if there's no male influence, you're going to raise a pussy because you're not teaching. I see it. Oh, Trevor. I see (laughs) it. I see it.
0: Oh, that really oh
1: okay, my going back to my upbringing, I was told to be nice and loving and whatever. Yeah. Do you want a nice guy as a lover or do you want somebody that manhandles you and doesn't necessarily there there's a there's a balance between But they're
0: not two necessarily separate oh. things like <laughs> you're, there you're is having,
1: duality here.
0: Because you are a nice guy.
1: I am, but I have but, a cruel side. Oh, I know. Right. I know. That balance is what is needed. If you're raised without the balance.
0: Yeah. But what you just said didn't offer that balance. What you just said, like raising pussy, do you want a nice guy or do you want this? And I don't think there's necessarily an no. or. I think
1: Because I think if you I just have somebody, the other side.
0: I think I want somebody who has right. that duality. And who, Absolutely. who knows when the time is right to throw me up against the wall right. and fuck me, whatever. right? And who knows where I'm losing my mind and I just need to be folded in and loved and held. Right. right.
1: And that duality so comes from an environment where there's a male and a female figure. If you're raising in just a female environment, you're not getting that. My dad was a cold man in mm-hmm. the sense of... My mom was a little bit on the crazy side. My dad was this calm, cool, collected guy. But that calm, cool came in raising his boys, his children. I have one sister. So there's this coldness that my dad had, which I never understood, but it was part of my life. I have that coldness. And I also, you know me, I have warmth. I have love in my heart. the I have all these good characteristics, mm-hmm. but I also have that coldness and that "no, I won't tolerate this shit" kind of part of me. Whereas if you're only being raised with the warm and be good and be nice, you're not getting that balance. Oh, I know. It's, I I see you just cringing at this conversation, <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. I went out. I went to the movies to see Wonder Woman whenever that came out. Yeah. With this boy...
0: Take it off, Trevor.
1: With this boy... (laughs) I'm getting warm with this conversation. Who's being raised by a single mom for as long as I've known him. Let's say he's 12, and I've probably known him since he was four. Lived in my brother's building. My brother's friends with his mom. She's this soft hippie type. I went to this movie with this boy who now is 12, and Wonder Woman is smoking hot... When the mom dropped him off, and when the mom picked him up, I saw this relationship that he has with his mother, and I was just like, I felt, I felt angst for him because that's all he has
0: 24-7. Okay, here's why I'm cringing. Yep. Yeah. There seems to me to be so many nuances. Sure. In terms of parenting and how you're raised, and I get what you're... I don't disagree with what you're saying and that there needs to be a balance and a masculine and feminine sure. presence. But what's the flip side? Like a, a a girl raised by a single dad, like what, like, do you know?
1: Do, Here, here's the thing know.
0: though. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like,
1: I don't know what the statistics are, but statistically I'm thinking more children are raised by the mom. When I, yes. when yeah, I yeah, split yeah. from my yeah, wife, sure. there was no question about it. Yes. She got the kids. Yes. That was just because I knew that's what she wanted. I wasn't going to make that difficult for her. I was moving back to Canada. There's nothing I could do. There was no sharing custody when I live on the other side of the country. It's fine. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't even an argument. You watch football, you know, how many of those football players, these 300 pound killers, are raised by single moms? Yeah. You know, like it, it seems that society is raised by the women for the most part. Yes. And then, okay, so I saw this great movie last week. I can't remember the name of it. The mom dies and the dad raises the daughter. Very interesting dynamic there because the grandmother was active in the girl's life. So she was getting that feminine side. But say take, you know, and she's she's female. The female presence is super strong. If she has girlfriends, like... You having girlfriends, me having boyfriends, like growing up, we don't have that same vibe that girls have. Okay, yeah. Yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a bit of a bro connection, like a bro. I,
1: I personally have very few male friends. No, I know. And a lot of guys have that bro connection. You see them walk into yeah, like yeah. the rugby game or the soccer game, and they're all just like, ugh. But that doesn't mean they talk about masturbation or how to please their partner. It doesn't mean maybe they're like, Hey, have you yeah. seen this porn? Like they they don't talk like girls talk. Yeah. Girls yeah. talk feeling. How did that make you feel? Guys are like, Oh, did you bang that broad? You know, like mm-hmm. this kind of, because that's what they've been raised with. And perhaps that's the balance that I have because I wasn't raised in an environment where anybody ever talked like that. Right. Women were treated with respect. I respect women. I, I am concerned about who whoever I'm with male, female, whatever. I'm concerned about your feelings and how uh, I do have a good male friend right now. He's dealing with some emotional stuff that he's a tough guy and I understand, but all I can be is a good person to him because other people basically treat him like shit because he's, he's been nice to them and they've taken advantage of that. I will never take advantage of this man. I don't want to, Mm. I actually respect him too much. Like I would tell him, Straight. I met this girl. He brings her out here for me to meet because he's like, this is my kryptonite. Is this person a good person?
0: Did she hit on you?
1: She did not hit on me, but she accused me of flirting with her.
0: You said to (laughs) Jason, Jason,
1: (laughs) uh, not interested. Not even in the least a, she's came with you and B. I don't like her at all. Zero. I said, we're having back and forth because she's with you and I'm including her. I'm having dialogue with her. I, She's a little bit of a mouthpiece. I can, I can play with that and that doesn't mean I'm flirting with it just because I can. But maybe I don't know how I come across to other people. But I had a girl with me and I said to her, she's accused me of flirting with her. And she's like, when? You know, I, I'm with this other girl that we're having sex with like she's not getting any vibe that i'm flirting with this girl like so Mm. who who, you know is this a delusion in this girl's mind or she just trying to fuck with him right or fuck with our dynamic because maybe she's jealous of our relationship because it doesn't have any of the drama that theirs does i I don't know that's somebody else's psyche i don't need to worry about that
0: yeah no No. no <laughs>
1: uh, uh, what a fascinating conversation. I gotta it say. It is.
0: You're, you're a fascinating person to me, Noah.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you know that, don't you? I no. You, do. you are.
1: I know I come from a different environment from a lot of people, and I've experienced some things that a lot of people haven't experienced. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's altered who I am. I still think I'm the same person I was when I came into this world. Even though I was in that religion, uh, my brother said something interesting to me like 15, 20 years ago. He's like, I find it amazing that you're able to go to that church and put up with this bullshit and these men telling you what to do, but you still kind of do your own thing. Mm. And I know that comes from my parents because my parents are strong in it, but they kind of have always marched to their own. They weren't doing what everybody else was doing. They had their own thing. They're still in it and they don't talk I to know. like
0: that fucking floors me. But that's
1: what they're that taught to do. Floors me.
0: But how do they how do they raise you and your brother?
1: This is an interesting it's conversation. It's so
0: crazy. Like
1: we were raised where the parents already accepting that if my kids don't do this, we're going to cut them off. They bring a child into the world knowing full well if they don't toe the line with this, we're going to cut them off.
0: But they also raise you in a way where you Except for your sister. That's the anomaly. You and your brother are out.
1: Yeah. No, we're all out now.
0: Oh, she is out too? Everybody's out. You're the only one who's disfellowshipped though, right? Yeah. That your, your brother and...
1: They all slipped through the cracks. They, were, they just... Yeah, stop going.
0: Yeah. But you, you didn't... And here's the thing about you, it seems to me, if I remember this correctly, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, you you are not somebody who's just going to slip out. No. You are somebody who's I wanted going a black to, and white for them. Who's going to flip...
1: Yeah. You're
0: out both fingers flipping the bird. Fuck you. I'm not doing this anymore. But what I find interesting is that what you just said about your parents, which we haven't talked about your parents a lot, is that you said that they're you know, quite independent and free thinkers. And it's so crazy to me that they raised you and you clearly have taken those characteristics right. on in whatever way, yeah. however that looks, but that they don't talk to you. Like, it's, that's just bizarre to me
1: i know and another reason it was important for me to be black and white because i had teenage children yes 14 and 16 i was raised knowing you're going to be shunned i wanted them to know that they had another option like because there was no other option to me yeah you're raised this way you're not going to college you're not going to university you're going to be a jehovah's witness until the paradise comes yeah and uh, i i check out when's
0: the paradise coming (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's a good. Do one. I
0: need to whip out a toy <laughs> and just find my own paradise? That's it
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh shit, Trevor. Yep. Yeah.
0: I feel like we should probably end it here. Okay. We totally. We so can
1: do another session another yes, time. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. We totally got. I really enjoyed this. you are good. Yeah. So you don't have a website? Or... I do
1: not. Or anything, I got nothing to promote people to no.
0: you. Just came on as a good friend, yep. um, and we've been having these conversations for years. and really? I haven't had a lot of men on, so I'm really uh thankful and grateful that you uh came on and spoke so freely.
1: I it was my privilege,
0: so yeah, okay. I really do want to get because you and I have so many conversations, there's good, in the good things to <laughs> talk about. <laughs> So you all know where you can find me. I hope that this isn't the first podcast that you've listened to. But if it is, you can find me at JenWadke.com. You can email me at Jen at JenWadke.com. And I am on social media at Jen Thank you for listening. My pleasure. And also Trevor's. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) this has been the drunk sex podcast with jen wadke for more sex talk head over to the jen wadke facebook group or check out jen
1: till next time happy boozing and sexing